You're listening to the Well Woman Healthy Lifestyle Podcast, episode number 123. And today, ladies, we are talking about the topic of change. And I'm giving you five questions to determine if change is a good idea for you to be considering at this point in your life. So I think you're going to enjoy it. I had fun creating it. So with no further ado, let's dive on in and learn about the five questions that you should be asking yourself to determine if a change for you is a good idea. Hey there, and welcome to the Well Woman Healthy Lifestyle Podcast. I'm your host, Michelle Broad, Millennial Women's Health Guide and Certified Women's Health Nurse Practitioner. I invite you to join me and hundreds of other women who are curious about their health, want to be their number one self-care advocate, and want to build a health portfolio that is robust enough to carry them through every facet of their lives. The Well Woman Healthy Lifestyle Podcast is the only resource you need to start, grow, or level up your health to the fullest potential. Discover why women all over the globe call the Well Woman Healthy Lifestyle Podcast their go-to women's wellness hub, where we talk about women's wellness, we talk about business, life, and everything in between, all the things that pertain to us women being healthy. We are more than just a podcast. We are a community. Well, hey there, well women, and welcome back to another episode. And today I wanted to talk to you about this idea of change. And if change is in your future, or is it if it's in your present, I want to talk to you about five questions that I want you to ask yourself in order to determine if making a change at this particular in time is a good idea. Okay. So you with me? All right. So here's the thing, ladies. Change is synonymous with living, right? Okay. It may come into our lives out of the blue and it may take us by surprise. And at other times, we all know that it's coming and we have the time to prepare. Yet even though change may be our choice, okay, it may still feel scary and overwhelming. We may find ourselves wondering, should I make this change or not? Okay. Is it time to change my relationship? Is it time to, you know, get rid of some friends in my life? Is it time to change to a new job? Is it time to switch up my, you know, my fitness routine? You know, and those are changes that sometimes we have control over. And like I said, there's other changes that come into our lives that we are just, you know, blindsided by, and we're not really prepared for them. But I wanted to talk to you about the ones that sometimes you have control over. Okay. So to help us out, I've put together a list of five questions to determine if a situation is something that you yourself can change. So these questions are designed to make you feel more in control of your life. They can help you decide which situations you should change and which aren't worth your time or effort. Because sometimes I think that, you know, we inadvertently spend as women, and sometimes even myself, I'm speaking here, we spend a lot of time, you know, trying to change things that we really have no control over. And I've gotten really kind of a lot better at this as, you know, I've gotten older over the years and really just letting go of things that I really can control and just focusing on the things in my world that I can, because it's much more, it's, it's better to put out effort towards things that you can control because you're, it's not wasted effort. It's not wasted energy. It's not going to make you tired. It's not going to give you headaches and cause a host of other health problems that it can do versus if you're constantly trying to control things that there is no way in heck that you are going to ever be able to control. All that does ladies is it brings stress. It brings insomnia. It can bring inflammation into your body. It can 
play havoc with your immune system. It can cause your blood pressure to rise, all kinds of different things. So we don't want that. So you ready? Let's get started. Okay. So the first question has to do with that you have to ask yourself before committing to any type of change is this, will this change give my life meaning? Will it make me happy? And you know, I have to, you know, happiness is, is a very funny thing because what makes each of us happy is probably different than the next person. And what gives each one of our lives meaning is probably different for each one of us as well. That's why we're individuals and that's why it's so beautiful. But I think more and more, we need to start asking ourselves these questions, especially after the past year and a half that we've had. Okay. You know, a lot of us just go through our lives, you know, and there, we go through it mundanely. We go through it blindly. It's kind of like, you know, if you, you drive from your house to your job and sometimes you get there and you kind of, you forgot how you got there, or you don't even remember seeing something along the way. Cause you're just so in, you know, remote control drive and you're just autopilot is the word I'm looking for. A lot of us just go through life on autopilot. And I think if there's one thing that this past year and a half has really taught us is to really look and to evaluate the things that are in our lives, you know, and I think we need to especially start asking ourselves, you know, are these things that are in our lives or that we may want to change? Is it going to bring us more happiness? Is it going to bring more meaning into our life? Because at the end of the day, ladies, happiness and a meaningful life, whatever that is for you, that's so important. Okay. So to answer that question, you have to know what it is that you want from your life. And one way to do that is to either journal, like we've talked about before, to meditate, like we've talked about before, or like we've also talked about creating a vision board for your life. And in like a couple podcasts ago, I was talking to you about if you, if you listen to us regularly about trying to get all of your senses involved, get the sense of smell, get the sense of taste if you can, or the sense of, of looking at something and hearing something so that in tactile, the more senses that you get involved in figuring out what it is that makes you happy, the better off you're going to be in being able to implement the things that you need to implement to move forward and cause change to happen in your life. Okay. So when you're thinking about, you know, what makes you happy when you're thinking about what gives your life meaning, start to think and include things like your beliefs, you know, and what are your core values? Because, you know, what are you willing to do and what aren't you willing to do? Because those are going to be big factors into what you are going to be able to change and, or if you're going to even be able to bring change about. Okay. For instance, if I told you that I wanted you to do X, Y, and Z, and they were against your core values, even though it may lead to a better result for you, you are never going to do those things. Okay. So they have to resonate with your beliefs and they have to resonate with your core values. And then I don't want you to forget to add your dreams. What do you dream about? Okay. What is it that you, you know, that even though maybe, you know, looking at where you are, with right now in time, no matter what your age is, was there things that you wanted to accomplish when you were younger that you didn't? Are there things like even no matter how old you are right now, are you wanting to be someplace further than where you are and kind of, you know, envision those things and dream? Because I think for a lot of women, and especially as you get older, we forget how to dream because we're so busy taking care of everybody else that we put everything about ourselves on the back shelf. 
So it doesn't matter, you know, oh, that dream vacation that we wanted to go to Hawaii. Okay, well, you know what? The kids need this. The kids need that. The husband needs this. I need to take care of this. And, you know, it gets put up on a shelf and you never end up taking that dream vacation or whatever those dreams are that you wanted to moving them forward. Now, you may have to like look at that dream and alter it a little bit. It may not look exactly like the whole thing that you maybe dreamt about at a different point in your life, but it doesn't mean that you can't bring some part of that dream into reality. So again, question number one is, will it make me happy? Will this change that I want to do, is it going to bring joy into my life? Is it going to be meaning into my life? Is it going to um, resonate with my beliefs? And is it going to resonate with my core values? Okay. So here's the thing. Next one. Now that you know what makes you happy, it's time for you to take a closer look at your goals. Okay. Because the thing that we looked at just initially, when we're talking about what will make us happy, those are like action. They're not, they're not action items, but they're like, those are goals. Those are things that we want to make happen. And in order to make those happen, we have to put some goals into place and then we have to put some action behind those goals. Okay. So I want you to start by making a list of all the realistic goals that you want to achieve in your life, depending on where you are at right now. Okay. Then I want you to divide them into three categories. You're going to divide them into short-term, medium, and long-term goals. So interim goals are medium goals. Okay. So the final step is to take action on these. Like I've talked about, you know, goals and dreams and knowledge, those are all great things to have and to, and to do every single day. But if we don't ever take action and put action behind our knowledge, if we don't ever take and put action between our goals or behind our dreams, then none of them are going to come to fruition. Okay. So when you take action, it may force you into steps that are outside of your comfort zone. And trust me, I have been for the last year and a half and continually, I have been put out of my comfort zone in so many different areas, you know, of my life. And some of those areas are things that I can't control, but I'm trying to learn how inside of those areas, what inside of those things can I control? Okay. But if that's what it takes to make a change for the better, then why not ladies? Okay. You know, fear is what keeps us, a lot of us, you know, held and stuck back. We're, we're held back and we're stuck because we're, we fear something. But fear, remember, is just false evidence that appears real. You don't even know if that really is going to happen or not. So why not get out of your comfort zone and start taking some action to put behind those goals to make them happen and see. Sometimes the fear of success can be so overpowering that you never move in the forward direction to make those things become successful in your life. Okay. So the next thing too, is that it all takes a positive attitude a bit of patience and persistence, and it takes a whole lot of dang self-love and self-care. Okay. So you've got to love yourself. You've got to give yourself space and grace. You've got to be patient with yourself and you've got to keep up that positive attitude because sometimes the change doesn't happen in our time frame and how fast we want it. And so we end up getting frustrated. And sometimes we just you know, get off the bandwagon before it's even had a chance to get rolling and in motion. Sometimes, sometimes a lot of us stop, you know, short before that success is just going to be one step ahead. If we would have just kept going and had a positive attitude, a few more steps ahead, and we would have seen success, but we stopped too short. And I don't want that to happen to you. Okay. 
So remember, ladies, that goals themselves, your goals yourselves, they may change. So it's also very important, like we talked about before, to stay flexible, especially when you're setting new goals and don't make them so outlandish that you're not going to be able to accomplish that. Okay. Okay. So here's the other thing. Is this something, third question, is this something I want? Okay. Because this is so powerful and so very true for most women. We are programmed to try and always please as many people as we can, especially our family, okay, and our friends and all the other commitments that we have. And sometimes, ladies, it can be downright exhausting. Plus, it takes up a large portion of our day wondering if these people like us, they like what we're doing, or if that person is even satisfied with what we're doing or our work, okay? If you're going to change any aspect of your life, ladies, make sure it's for you and not to please other people. After all, it's your life and no one is going to live it for you. So we talked about this a lot before in other episodes that you have to want these changes. It can't be that somebody else wants them for you or you're doing them because somebody else said that this is what they think you should be doing. You need to put on your big girl panties. You need to grow some of those ovaries like we always talk about, and you've got to figure out what you want for your life. Another thing that you should remember too, ladies, is that the only person you should compare yourself to is yourself. There is always going to be someone who's better than you or is more successful than you. Okay. And don't focus on them. The best thing that you can do is to focus on you and your progress. Be proud of how much you've achieved and concentrate your energy on what you're going to do next and quit trying to find, you know, and, you know, run after every shiny object or keep up with the Joneses. Like that used to be a popular phrase. I don't know if it is anymore, but Hey, go with me there, you know, and quit scrolling, you know, on Instagram and looking at everybody else's life and comparing your life to them. I was just talking to my friend the other day and I said, you know, I kind of like unfollowed most, I used to follow some actresses and some actors on Instagram and everything. And I said, you know, I stopped following them. And the reason is because I, my life is not their life. And no matter what, I'm never going to be able to compare my life or to look at my life and say, oh, it's even close to what they have. So I'm not going to follow them anymore. I'd rather follow people that are normal people like myself. And I'm not saying that they're not normal, but people who, you know, are living kind of the same level that I am. And I want to see how they're going about it and, you know, and what they're accomplishing, because that gives me so much more pleasure and brings me so much more joy because I'm like, okay, well, if they're at the same level that I am like in business or whatever, and they're crushing it. It gives me hope that I can crush it. But if I'm looking at somebody who's like nine steps ahead of me and I'm trying to sit there and compare my life to their life or my business to their business, and I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm never going to get there. All it does is it brings me down. So try not to do that. Focus on yourself and only be in competition with yourself if you're going to be in competition with anybody. Okay. So then the fourth question is, will it improve my life? So maybe you're thinking of moving to a smaller house or changing a job. Change can also come on a much smaller scale. You could be thinking of upgrading your security system, for for example, planting a garden or buying some, you know, new linens for your house or redecorating a small portion of your home. Whatever it is, think about all the ways it can improve the quality of your life. Because again, change is about improving the quality of your life. Any type of change you pursue must make your life better. 
you know, and not necessarily like easier, but it should make your life better. It should bring more joy. It should bring you less stress and it should be a whole heck of a lot of fun. Like my friend Tim Meyer says, if it ain't fun, I ain't doing it. I heard that for many, many years when we worked a business together and, you know, it always stuck with me and it's so true because the object was he wanted to have fun doing what he was doing or he wasn't going to be doing it. All right. So the last one again is one of the ones that I touched upon earlier, and this is really an important one again. So I'm going to be restating it here again. So bear with me here if I'm saying it again. And it's the question is, am I letting fear hold me back? So you know, ladies, being afraid is natural. Everybody is afraid of something or other, but letting fear control you isn't okay. We're all afraid of failing of uncertainty and a whole bunch of other stuff. Yes. There's one thing that successful people, okay. They don't let their fears take over their lives. They learn how to face whatever it is that's given to them. Okay. And they just move ahead. It's like, you got a speech to do. You get those butterflies in your stomach. Okay. You're going to go on anyways, and you're going to tell those butterflies to calm down and you'll talk to them after you get done with your speech. Okay. You got to stop letting little things control us so much of the time and letting things that are outside of your, you know, your control zone control you and making you fearful all the time. Okay. I hope that makes sense. Yeah, I think it did. All right. Well, you get me, you, you get what I, what I'm doing. Okay. Just jump in the deep end take a breath, uh, you know, a deep breath in and just do it. I can guarantee you most of the time in most situations, I'm not going to say 100% of the time, and I'm not going to bet my life on it over here, but most of the time you're going to find that it's not as bad as what you were thinking it was going to be. Now there are those cases when you jump and it ends up being bad, but I can guarantee you that most like 80% of the time, it's not going to be as bad as what you thought it was going to be. Okay. So whether it's fear of public speaking or it's fear of heights, you have to muster some courage and go through with it, no matter what the outcome is. Okay. Because then you can say that you did it and that's an accomplishment. Once you're done, you'll come out the other side, a stronger, more experienced woman, and you'll be much prouder of yourself by just taking that leap. Even if it was, you know, even if you didn't execute it the way that you thought you did, okay, you're going to, you know, you're in, you're a gymnast or whatever, you know, and they're running down the thing and they want to execute that jump and they, they want that 10.0. And even if the judges gave you a 5.0 and it didn't come across the exact way that you did, you landed wrong, you stumbled, you did whatever. Let me tell you something, ladies, that is an accomplishment because you executed, okay? You got over it and you did it. And the next time it'll be better. And the next time it'll be better and better and so on and so on. All right. So here's my last closing remarks. Just remember that everyone goes through a wide array of changes in their lifetime. And you can either join in and embrace all the good that change has to offer, or you can stand on the sidelines and let life pass you by. If you choose the latter, you'll always be standing on the sidelines of life, always discontent, never feeling really, truly fulfilled. Okay. So if you don't want change, then we don't grow. And if we don't grow, then you're really not living. Okay. So take a deep breath, take the plunge and who knows, you might even come out to enjoy the other side and you might even enjoy the journey along the ride to change. So there you have it, ladies. I hope that you got something out of that today. And, you know, I'm making some changes in my life. I'm changing the newsletter up for the better. So if you are not on our VIP newsletter, please um, head over. You can find it if you go over on Instagram at Well Woman Network. 
the link in our bio and you go to the link in the bio, you click on it. And at the bottom of that page, you can sign up for our VIP newsletter, or you can go to wellwomannetwork.com. And on any one of those pages at the bottom on the side is a place for you to sign up for our newsletter. Because this week I just put in a brand new thing. I'm trying to change it because community, you know, when we're talking about values and our core beliefs, okay, for me, one of my core beliefs is community. And I believe that the only way that we are going to be disruptors in the women's health space is if we come collectively together as a community and start talking about topics that no one else is talking about and addressing issues that women face that nobody else is talking about. Okay. As a collective group, we come together. That's how we're going to foster change. So, you know, I'm I thinking, okay, how can I make the newsletter more um, actionable? How can I make it so that I can help y'all guide you with that accountability? How can I get some, you know communication and some community going around it. So we came up with this workbook idea. So every month now you're going to get a workbook at the beginning of the month. And then each week you're going to have an action item to do. And then we are going to be coming to you in between on those, the weeks in between that you get the main workbook. And we're going to be talking to you about those topics and expanding them on them a little bit inside that weekly newsletter. So it's a little bit fun for me because I get bored with things being the same old, same old and doing a newsletter every single week just got to be boring to me. And I want it, I want it to be, you know, if I'm going to do something, I want it to be able to move the needle, you know, in my people's lives, my tribe's lives. So it helps them. So this is a way that I thought I could do it. So if you sign up, you know, when you get it and you start looking at it, Hey, I'm always open for suggestions of change again. See, here we go. Okay. I'm open for suggestions for change. I'm open for change. Because, you know, if we start saying that we're okay with change, we're, we're, we want change to come into our lives in a positive way, then it starts to manifest that way in our, in our lives instead of looking at it like, oh, change is scary. Change is fearful. If we change the wording on it, if we change how we see it in our mind and how the mindset we have, it brings it in a whole different perspective. And then change starts to come into our life in ways that are so unexpected and so beautiful that, you know, it's going to knock your socks off. So the other way too, that you can part, be part of our community is come on over to well woman network 360 on Facebook as our, as our private Facebook group, um, would love to get that group, you know, really rocking and rolling, but I need to have people like you who listen to our podcast, come on over and sign up for the group, get in there, dive in there, start talking to each other, answering each other's questions, putting up questions, you know, and really starting to form a community because that's, like I said, how we can move the needle forward. So hit me up in the DMs over at Instagram at Well Woman Network. Come on over to our website at wellwomannetwork.com or join us over on Well Woman Network 360 on Facebook. Again, ladies, thank you. I'm so honored and blessed that you took the time to listen to us today. And we'll be back at you next week. So may God truly bless your life. And I'll talk to you soon. And bye for now.